Welcome to the Styano Plastic Surgery Podcast with plastic surgeon JJ Styano, the only plastic surgeon in the UK who owns a clinic specializing in breast and body contouring. advertised uh well it was advertised at six earlier than usual uh six o'clock um ish the uh facebook live tonight is a little bit earlier because we're going for uh, a dinner tonight uh, we have a dinner once or twice a year with the local plastic surgeons of the uh, in the region and uh, it happens to be tonight so uh, that's why I'm doing it at six rather than seven, so I hope that hasn't disrupted everyone's schedules too much. Um, got some questions here, uh, as ever. If anyone's got any questions, then please do um, ask them as I go, and I should be able to see them. Um, we've got a few questions here shoulder tattoo, what to expect after breast reduction, and breast augmentation hot tub related question. Um, so Lisa uh, has got a, a tattoo on the shoulder and I've said to her that it will leave a bad scar and she's saying why have I said it will leave a bad scar and uh, the answer to that there's two reasons why it will leave a bad scar or at least it's not that it will leave a bad scar the shoulder is a bad place for a scar um, and she's saying why is the shoulder a bad place for a scar two reasons first of all there is a risk of what's called keloid scarring, which is ugly, um, lumpy scars, which um, are um, more common in certain areas. And that's the cape area. So where you wear a cape, your shoulder, sternum over your breastbone, um, earlobes. I know you wouldn't wear a cape on your earlobes, but it's your earlobes as well. So where you wear a cape and your earlobes, that's an area where there's a high risk of keloid scarring. So that is a... Um, Risk also certain skin types, particularly Afro-Caribbean skin types, has got a higher risk of uh, keloid scarring, um, and so your risk of keloid scarring because of the location of the of the uh, tattoo, and that's where the scar will have to be. The second reason is that um, certain parts of the body um, heal better than others, and this is one of the things that I'm talking about with one of the secrets about plastic surgery and plastic surgeons. A lot of people think plastic surgeons always live, leave really good scars, which of course they do, but one thing that people don't consider is that uh, we often are operating on the face, and the face has got a very good blood supply, and the face tends to leave very good scars. Certain parts of the body scar better than others, and uh, we're, we're very lucky if someone comes into the A&E with multiple traumas to their face. If you have a beautiful young girl who's got a uh, cut on the face, everyone thinks they'll get the plastic surgeons to to uh, come and repair it uh, because they leave the best scars. And now I'm not saying it's all down to the face. Obviously, we do a lot of um, spend a lot of time being meticulous with our handling of the tissues and the way we um, suture and repair the tissues, but also uh, the face does heal well, and other parts of the body don't heal well. Classically, the back scars always stretch. The legs around the ankle, it's a bad place for healing, bad place for scars. Um, and the shoulder, which is where this tattoo is, is quite tight. Um, and that's why um, a, a, scar, a tattoo of the same size, say, on the abdomen, 
I'd, I'd be able to get it out in one go, but this one I'm looking at two or three goes because of the tightness of the skin. Um, so the skin is very tight, uh, and so I will be limited to how much uh, of the tattoo I can remove. And there's a risk because the skin's tight, the, the scar stretching, and um, uh, that's best best case scenario. And, and worst case scenario, there's also a risk of keloid scarring. Don't want to be too negative about the whole thing. I'm sounding great there, but it, it, that's that's why the, the uh, shoulder is not a um, good place for a scar. But you know, you got that's where the tattoo is, so it's have to decide whether that's something a risk that you want to take to having a scar there instead. Um, we've got here what to expect after um, breast reduction. Should I expect bleeding and weeping after breast reduction? I don't know if that's Laura who's written that or if that's actually Dawn has asked that. It doesn't sound good, does it? Um, so when a per it, it's, if we're talking personally about my practice, which we are in this case, the way I dress, uh, do dressings for a breast reduction, this will vary from surgeon to surgeon. But what I do is I put a lot of paper tapes on, uh, which sort of act like a bra when I do a breast reduction. What happens after any surgery is you often get a bit of, bit of bleeding from the wounds, and that usually happens in the first 24 hours after the surgery. And so often, uh, as is the case in Dawn, because I remember um, seeing your dressings the next day, often the next day you get sort of blood in the dressings and it's all clotted blood and it doesn't look very good. It looks, oh dear, let's change those dressings because they don't look very nice. But I never do change the dressings because if you change the dressings of the day one, it bleeds again. You stir it all up and it bleeds again. So yes, you do expect a bit of bleeding in the first 24 hours, but then that stops, it clots, and then it, it stays in the dressings. And you might get a little bit of weeping here and there, um, uh, particularly once the dressings come off, which is after the first week. And I think I'm taking your dressings off tomorrow, Dawn, if you're out there. Um, so once the dressings come off, because you stir it up, you know, I do leave them for a week, and then, then you get a little bit of weeping. But um, So that's normal, a little bit of bleeding, uh, which forms a little bit of clot within the dressing maybe a little bit of weeping is normal obviously if there's a lot you know if there's actually blood trickling down or weeping or you know a lot of pain swelling then that can actually be a worrying sign so don't take it as read that i'm saying to everybody out there who's had a breast reduction if there's a bit of bleeding or weeping it's okay um, but certainly in the first 24 hours there is very often a little bit but if it's getting worse if you're worried about it contact your surgeon if, if i'm your surgeon contact me um, you can contact me if I'm not your surgeon. I'll, I'll help if I can. But um, basically, um, a little bit is normal. But if there's other signs like swelling or pain, discomfort, redness of the skin, then you think you're at infection or, or something like that, or hematoma, which happens in the first um, day or so. So there are other signs, things that could happen that's, that are bad. But uh, in itself, just a little bit of this is not necessarily a bad thing. And what can I expect after breast reduction? Well, the, um, when you first have the dressings removed, it often looks strange. So it probably will look strange tomorrow. Um, because they've been taped up in a certain position, they've been taped up in the position, you're on the operating table, and you're on the operating table with your arms out, and, and so the breasts look odd. So um, don't be surprised if they look odd, and I show photos of people at, at one week and then at, in, in a few months to show how they settle. So it does take a few months for everything to settle. The volume's put very high when you first have it done. Some people like that. Some people think, oh my goodness me, what have I done? You know, it looks really weird. Um, but uh, whether you like it or not, when you see when the tapes come off, you'll see that the volume distribution isn't quite right. There'll be too much of the volume in the upper part of the breast, too little in the lower part of the breast. That happens to a similar degree um, with breast augmentation. They start a bit swollen and they settle, but it's even more of a, the case in a breast reduction and a breast lift because you're actually pushing the tissues up 
um, and uh, and it takes a while for that sh- shape to settle. Um, when uh, I th- yeah, when can I go in a hot tub after a breast augmentation? Um, well, let's expand that out to let when can I sort of go swimming because or or in a swimming pool or. Um, and so the answer to that is uh, reasonably soon after the surgery. So you have a, like a little waterproof dressing on um, for the first week after the surgery. And so I wouldn't get in a bath stroke hot tub in that week because if you get the dressing soaked, it will probably float off. Um, but in the first, uh, but you can get it splash wet. Um, after the first week, I take the dressing off. Then you have sometimes, again, a bit like the breast reduction thing, you might have a little bit of... Um, weeping or a little bit here and there around the, dread, uh, the around the wound so I'll give you a bit of gauze to wear in your bra just for a day or two until that stops so um, let's say two weeks after two weeks you normally don't need any dressing and you, if you wear a bra it doesn't have anything on the bra the bra comes dry and you don't need any gauze once you're in that state that there's no the wound is dry so probably a week and a half to two weeks you can then get in the swimming pool you can get in the hot tub um, in the sea we could have got in the sea before to be honest so yeah, I'd say after two weeks for the hot tub. Um, obviously, you've got to, you're going to be a bit swollen. You're going to be a bit pain, bit not painful, bit a bit of discomfort. So you've got to take things easy. I, I guess t- being in a hot tub, by definition, you take things easy. So, um, but yeah, just in general, you've got to still take things easy. But the actual process of being in a hot tub is actually fine after about two weeks after a breast augmentation. I have um, cracked through those, haven't I? So. Um, that's my questions there. Um, if anyone's got any questions live, feel free to ask them. If you want to post them here, then I will uh, pick them up and do them tomorrow. Uh, not tomorrow, next week. Um, next week. And as far as I'm aware, we're back to um, normal. Um, the normal program next week. Uh, as far as I'm aware. I've, I've, reserve the right to change that if something's going on next week i um don't know what's happening next week day by day but uh yeah if if i know i will um post it but yeah seven o'clock next week and hope that's been helpful and please do keep asking questions uh post them here um, email them to laura and um i'll go through them next week have a lovely evening i'm off to um to my dinner well in about half an hour and so um i'm going to check out and have a great night bye have a question not covered in today's show then send it over to info at styanoplasticsurgery.co.uk using the hashtag ask jj we'd love to hear from you